Welcome to the Horseman Sports Show. I'm your host, Rocky. We're on Periscope Live. I'll say that first today. iTunes, iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spreaker. That was the two. Stitcher oh. and Spreaker. Join me in the studio is my man, Smoochie. What's going on? What's going on, man? And my other man, James, Urban Nerd. What's up, everybody? Hopes everybody having a good Wednesday. Yeah, man. The gloomy Wednesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday morning, man. Uh, you know, glad you guys are here. B three is not here today. He'll be back. I know he has something. His wife has something today. So shout out B three. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, first and foremost, though, let's go over some uh, bad news. I wanted to get this out of the way so we can have some joy later on. Uh, it's a bad week in wrestling. Uh. We had three big, big deaths this week. Yeah. Uh, the first one is the music I'm playing. It's uh, Grandmaster Sexy, uh, Brian Christopher, aka Brian Lawyer, Lawler, uh, passed away at age 46. Oh, he was the tag team guy with Scotty Too Hotty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's Jerry's son. Yep. I remember we came in the league in the uh, industry. They had to play the whole Sun Roll, follow Sun Roll. Mm-hmm. Had the same laugh and. Wow. I was really like, Brian Lawler, Grandman. I, I couldn't put it together till you put the music on. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. 46 years old. Uh, apparently suicide. Yep. Uh, because he got arrested for D- DUI. DUI. Uh, and evading the police, and uh, he he's been on and off drugs for a while, mm-hmm. uh, from what they've been saying, and he just couldn't get it together, man. Yeah, they, they, I think they found him trying to hang himself, and they yeah. couldn't they couldn't save him in time. Yeah, man. So, uh, R.I.P. Man. Yeah, definitely R.I.P. You know, if you know anybody that's going through depression or anything like that, please help them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's rough. Uh, anxiety, you know, any kind of addiction they may have, you know, try to do what we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and WWE always does a good job with trying to get them in rehab and yep. stuff like that. So I don't know where that stood, but, you know, sad day for the yeah. Lawler family, man, because mm-hmm. you never won't lose your son. son exactly. Yeah, true. Uh, the next one is uh, Nikolai Volkov mm-hmm. passed away at age 70. Uh, many people will remember him from tag teaming with Iron Sheik. Yeah. Is it Bolsheviks? Oh, that's it. Yeah, Mr. Bolsheviks. And then um, him working with the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Shout out to Ted DiBiase as well. Mm-hmm. I was asked this question about him. Where do you place him in your rankings of heels? Who, Nikolai? Yeah. Well, he, he, he got, he turned, turned face towards in his career. He's with Jim Duggan a little bit, too, so. In as far as heels, I don't put him above Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. Iron Sheik was a I mean, Iron Sheik to me is, I mean, helped him be more of a heel. Uh, I, I would, and at the time, it's funny because. WWE, WWF at the time, was doing Nikolai Volkov, the Russian. Uh-huh. And then you had WCW that did 
Nikola, uh, Nikita Koloff yeah. and the Russian tag, the six-man tag team, the right. Boris, mm-hmm. uh, Boris and uh, Ivan Koloff. Yeah. They yeah. were those to me. I was a bigger WCW guy anyway at the mm-hmm. time because of Ric Flair and Magnum TA and Dusty Rhodes, those guys. Uh, I really loved him and Iron Sheik in rock and roll wrestling. Yeah. The old uh, cartoon that M- came on. Yeah, MTV, MTV and wrestling kind of put together. Yeah. That was good. I, I just, and. and Nikolai was always good. I always loved when he said, you got to stand for the anthem, mm-hmm. and, that's, and he was singing it. And they, he's probably a top ten villain of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially during the, the 80s and stuff. You, right. Everybody loved that Russian villain. Yep. Because you'd love to hate him. Because I remember he wore a USSR jacket, side and jacket to yeah. the ring. Yeah. I was, that was uh, a question I was asked, like, where do you, where do you rank him as far as all time heels? Yeah, I think WWF at the time was more so was kind of cartoonish. I think WCW is more can I say realistic? Like more like yeah, like I felt like WCW back in the day was was really more focused on Re- actual wrestling. Yeah, actual wrestling. Like and whether you're a good guy, bad guy, either way, you had to wrestle, and as opposed to WWF. You have have a good like for example Hulk Hogan. I watched Andre the Dragon documentary, and he was saying like WCW is more focused on wrestling. Yeah, and, it, and WWF was like really focused on the personality. Yeah, bigger than life stars. Right. So you know when you had Hulk Hogan, you remember Hulk Hogan because he told you to take your, your vitamins yep. and rip your T-shirt more than. Damn, can Hogan wrestle? It, it was more about entertaining, even back in the eighties. Yeah, but that's Mr. Man's. Yeah, that was I his mean, thing. He was he was the one trying to get you on. He was trying to get on big TV deal. He trying to be first nationally known. Right. Think about NBC. Yeah. Uh, he they, was the first one on NBC. A ABC. Back then it was ABC, NBC, CBS. That's it. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. You know, and you had USA and TBS, but no one really. Nobody really cared. Right. Like, nobody was gonna pay for cable at the time either. Right. It's, Nobody really wanted to pay for cable. So it, it, that was that type of thing. So I I thought it was when when guys from WCW trans, you know crossed over to WWF, I felt that it was hard because they never really worked on their personalities. But the same thing when when it came to WWF stars crossing over to WCW, it was just as hard because like when the whole in NWO Hogan came like Hogan had to wrestle. Yep. No, same with Nash and uh, Hall. Yep. Yeah, like, like those guys actually had to wrestle. Only one who made it real good was Macho Man. I think he was the only one that could transcend both. No problem. Right, because he he could wrestle. That's right. And then, but I look at guys that like Sting, like cross over to WWF. The problem with this thing that cross up, I mean, he was already at the end of his career. It's five I years mean, too late. Yeah. Yeah. Almost 10. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you saw him transition over with in 2001 when they started bringing the WCW guys over, you would have seen a different, yeah. different scene. Right. I, I mean, you would have seen a, a guy who could transition no problem. Mm hmm. He had a big in life personality and can wrestle. And yeah. and the one thing you know, if you put Sting back in the night 
and you put him in the 80s in WWF, he would thrive. Yep. He would because be. he had that character. I feel he would be in the face over Hogan. Oh, yeah, back then? Yeah. I mean, because, dude, he, you don't realize how huge he was in with WCW. Flair yeah. At the time with that blonde hair and. Yep, the face paint, the different, you know, I, California kid. I used to do, I mean, I'm a huge wrestling nerd, as you can tell, but uh, I used to do, in Pro Wrestling Illustrated, they did a weekly, like, matchup where you could draw out your what moves you would do mm-hmm, and then yeah. mail it back to them. And you come up with a, a name and stuff. And gotcha. So, like, mine was like a leg drop scorpion death drop or something. <laughs> I can't remember. So, I sent it in, and, like, I would win this week. I okay. went, like, 5-2-1. and one or They would do, like, a weekly fantasy thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's – yeah, they need to bring that back, man. I wish – no one has them in yeah, I wish the, you could. The magazine is gone pretty much. Yeah, it's online, but you can't really do a fantasy wrestling anymore. I don't want to do – what happened on Monday Night Raw or yeah, SmackDown. you know SmackDown because you know it's just you know I, yeah. like I said, man, NXT is literally better than SmackDown and or two or five. That's it. I need to get back on two or five, but yeah, the problem with like you know the wrestling NXT now is they get more freedom than you can do on SmackDown or mm-hmm. Raw, right? Because they're especially SmackDown because next year. SmackDown is moving to Fox Sports. That's going to be, yeah. They're moving Fox. So, and there's rumor NXT is going to Fox Sports 1. Okay. So, they're talking about going live as well. So. I think that'll be great. And then Raw, well, you see, because Fox did a, UFC's done with Fox. Yep. So, it's I think. deal with ESPN, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they're on the ESPN Plus app and yeah. all this other stuff. Which is a good move for UFC. That's a good move. I, yeah. I, I'm worried about NXT on Fox now because, you know, before you can watch and you can do say and do almost what you almost want to do now. It's kind of like Fox tells you, "Hey, you can't, you can't do that." Right. Do it. That's the good thing about having your own network. Yep. You can do and say what you want. Right. You know. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nikolai Volkov, you know, you rest in peace. Definitely. Uh, it it almost sucks trying to watch wrestling from the old days now, mm-hmm. from the '80s and stuff. I'm like, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. You know, it's funny. I watched, because, uh, you know, Big Robbery in the early 90s, nobody talked about Sting and Rick Rude was a nice robbery. Oh, it was good. Yeah. Real good, because I watched that match other than on YouTube. I was like, man, Rick Rude has been almost 15 years now. Yeah. Shoot. And they showed the the, the match that ended his career with Sting. It's a, was it a botched move? It's a bad setup with the arena at the time, I think. I think so. And those who did not like each other at all. Yeah, they uh, really didn't like Rick each other. Rick Rude wanted Sting's spot. Yeah. He never understood why Sting was over. Mm-hmm. And he wanted his spot. But they legitimately didn't like each other. No, they didn't. No. And they had they put on great matches. I mean, I think I think it happened in Japan when his, he basically landed. Like, this was the floor, and they had like a ramp. And Sting across the body on the ramp, and like his back. Broke a C4 and C5 vertebrate Oh, during the match. He finished the match. It's on YouTube, by the way. That's crazy. And, that's, they, and that's why Rude really didn't like Sting because he ended his career. And seeing that wrestling matches like that, man, and, you know, what Rock just said, just to see, like, damn, yo, that guy is going. Like, I was watching Shawn Michaels with Sensational Sherry. I was like, damn, Sensational Sherry's dead. She's been dead mm-hmm. 10 years now, I think. Yep. Like, that's it's crazy. Well, you know, most wrestlers, I hate to say, is don't make it past 50. No. I, they 
especially during that time because the drugs, yep. uh, the sex, mm-hmm. uh, everything. Yeah, so a guy making past 50 from that time frame is... I mean, I'm surprised Hogan's still around. Yeah, he's kicking. Sure, I'm surprised Ric Flair's still around. Ric Flair, he's got nine lives, man. Yeah, the plane <laughs> crash in the 60s and... This last coma yep. he was in. I mean, he's literally, you know, said that this, yeah, he's lucky. Yeah. You know, there's a reason he's still here. Mm-hmm. Right, man. So, Rest in peace, man. Definitely. Grandmaster uh, Sexy, man. Absolutely. And uh, the last one, Brickhouse Brown, real fast. He debuted in 82 in Texas. Uh, he worked for multiple promotions in the 80s and 90s, including the AWA, USWA, and CWA, where he would feud with Terry Funk, Scott Steiner, Jerry King Lawler. Uh, so he was more of a uh, territory guy. Okay. Yeah. So he did a lot of uh, Mid South and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So Vader died too, right? Yeah. About Vader was about a month ago. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, his is. We hate to say this. He knew he he knew his was coming. It doesn't matter. Of. Brickhouse Brown, by the way, passed away of cancer. He okay. was fifty-seven. So you kind of, right. uh, but he you kind of knew it was coming. But, yeah, Vader was in bad shape for a while. He had a bad heart, and he said he had maybe a year to live. Yeah. So, he knew. Yeah, he knew that was coming as well. So, but, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers with all of them. Yeah, uh, What's your favorite memory of uh, any of them? Grandmaster Sexy, probably, right? Probably Grandmaster. I remember the Royal Rumble when all – when two cool came in back to back to back and they started to dance. Yeah. Doing a rumble. And then – too cool to get a tag team championship. I believe they did. They won they beat Edge and Christian, I believe. Yep. They did. That same thing when they beat Edge and Christian for the tag teams. Uh, just, I believe they came in there like right before the added. No, they were the, right the attitude in the era. Yeah. They were in the attitude era where it was all right to display your personality. And a lot of wrestlers in that attitude era. Really had damn near the cult following. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you had, you know, The Undertaker and The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, but you had other guys like Scotty Too Hotty who were able to stand out mm-hmm. as well as a tag team amongst the, the superstars in that Attitude Era. So um, to, hear, to hear that, man, it's crazy. Yeah, they. Uh Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> go back and watch. If you got the network, go back and watch some of the stuff, man, with uh, Grandmaster Sexy and Too Cool. They were, they were like, funny. Yeah. I mean, good. they got a crowd going. They, they were starting raw off. They would start SmackDown off usually. Yeah. They weren't the biggest, the best wrestlers, but they were always the biggest Pro- entertainers. Yeah. Crowd put, favorites. Yep. Yeah. Put a right. smile on your face. You know, 30 years we'd be talking about Brutus Clay. This ain't no one. Mm-hmm. No. I hope not. No, no we ain't gonna be talking about that Bruce. Is he out so. wrestling completely now? Pretty much. Yes, he is. Okay. He's uh, acting. Okay. Uh, you know, because he's a bodyguard for a while. So bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's the bad news with that. Let's get into the good news. The sports show today. All right. Uh, but definitely RIP the wrestling community. The first topic today is close to me and Smoochie. <laughs> it is Jerry Jones. Uh, he comes out and says Cowboys must stand for national anthem. 
but he also says President Trump's stance on the issue is problematic. Uh, NFL tells Jerry to be quiet. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins and T.O. says Jerry Jones is a bully. Uh, real fast, the only thing I'm going to say about that isn't telling someone how to handle something being a bully, uh, especially if it is someone else's business. Uh, to me, that's the definition of being a bully. I mean, it's as much as we try to get a hold of this situation, as far as the protests and the national anthem and all that other stuff, it's it just, it really kills the dynamic of football. Like, I was very excited to watch football this upcoming season because, mm. you know, it, I, it's going to be a great season. Highly anticipated athletes and players and teams with the new roster changes. And then you already start the season off with this. And I like what NFL is trying to just like, don't talk about it, leave it alone. And then Trump said what he said about, and he's kind of going back and forth saying this, okay, he's saying in the locker room now, he's saying everybody should come out. And personally, I kind of agree with it's Jerry's team. So, like, he can. Well, first of all, doesn't he have the right to say, look, stand? Yep. It's my team. What embarrasses me the most is 31 other owners not saying squat. Kind of like, I remember the Ravens debacle with old Colin Kaepernick. That was embarrassing. Right. That's embarrassing. The Seattle Seahawks thing. Embar- you never heard from anybody like, saying I, anything. Yeah, I expect the Giants uh, coach, you know, owner come out saying, I support the player standing. Didn't the Jets uh, owner say yeah, as well? Jet, Would Jet he, yeah, because he's also ambassador of, uh, for Trump. I can't remember. What yeah, I, I'm fine with those guys coming out. You know, it's the same way with Jerry saying, I want to play the stand. And that's like saying, it wasn't John Mara. Who was the other owner? The Giants that said it? Wasn't it uh, Bob McNair? Yeah. Texans. No. Texas guy just said. He says stand. Yeah. That's what I think. But he said it kind of a better, worse way than Jerry said it. Well, right. think about Miami Dolphins. Stephen Ross said, you know, the players had the right, and then they come out and say, we're going to suspend or fine the players. Yeah, like you can't go and wish you watch it. It's like, yeah, come out and make us stay. Each team should stand together. NFL should make a stance, all right? Yes or no, and move the heck on. Because this is year three. Three, yeah. That this is affecting the league. Mm-hmm. I just – and what? the NBA – has this rule in place where you stand, stand and you no one's saying anything. Well, but I, the players get to, I know, differently. Well, I feel with Adam Silver compared to Roger Goodell. Adam Silver is more of a player's commissioner. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the thing is, it's once again, year three, and we're still on, we, we're, we're still doing, we're, we're still trying to figure this out. We're still trying to solve this problem well, in year three. Well, I thought it was solved with the whole saying players and staying in the same locker room. I thought that was it. Then the uh, player association said, we didn't agree to this. Right. So now it's like back to square one almost. Right, man. And, and it's just – it's really taken away from football, man. It, it's killing it. I'm I'm not looking forward to this season. I'm not. I'm, I'm really – it's just like, oh, <laughs> And, and people can say, I don't care about this season because of I don't like players. I don't care. I just want them to play and get back to playing football. Absolutely. I, I mean, Because now, like, on. for us, Jarrell Casey for Titans came out saying, I'm going to stand. I'm going to do whatever. Do whatever he, he wants to do. And find me. And now it's like, we're back at 
if you go to Nordstrom's or mm-hmm. you go your place of work, sorry, you if you go to your place of work, uh-huh. do you have a policy on what you can wear yeah. and what you can do? Yeah, like if I come in and work, for example, with jeans on, I guess it on. Okay. I go to work somewhere. They have a policy. NFL, say, I don't understand where this is different because you're going to a place of work. Mm-hmm. They have the right to tell you no. You yeah. have the right to say I don't agree with it, but yeah. you still go to work. And you know, unlike you know most jobs, and I say like Northern, for example, I wear jeans to work a few times, too many times. They like, I just go home for the day. NFL won't. Let's say you send Malcolm Jenkins home for the day for kneeling or protesting. Right. I feel they would have a fit with that, but that's. But go ahead. Oh no! I, I was just going to say it, it's just the sub. This is such a touchy subject, yeah. where if anybody that does any move, it gets blown out of proportion. I scrutinize regardless. Yep. Right. If you kneel, you get in trouble. If you tell the players not to kneel, people are pissed. <laughs> well, we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. It's taken away from what it should have been. Okay. Yep. We're in year three. It's not the the meaning's not there anymore. And you know the whole thing with back to Kaepernick, he's not even trying to get back. I feel he's not even trying to really yeah. worry about football no more. So it's like right. Well, I'll, I mean, look at Ray Rice. Yeah. I mean, three years ago he was in the league. Now he's not even. He's not. I mean, he ain't getting back in the league now. That's crazy. Ray Rice don't have a job still. Ray Rice don't have a job. I mean, you know, for anybody. So I, I just the thing is. You know, they're shooting themselves by not coming up with a plan and sticking to it. And, you know, their rules are not consistent, like, the whole domestic violence. Like, NF- Don't even give me something on that. I would just in general, like, yeah, one player get two games, one player get six games. Well, well, I mean, we can look at the whole Zeke Elliott thing, right? Never found. You really telling me Tom Brady deflating football, supposedly, got four games. Zeke got six. Ray McDonald zero, Greg Hardy zero got paid and made a rap album. Got paid with two seasons, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. You still upset Ray about Rice. that rap? I album. am. Oh, yes. Hey, Cole Beasley did a better job. I thought rapping to him, yeah, but wait, still, you know, uh, Ray Rice, you know, got suspended. What two games at first? Two games and then, then four, it, then and then season. you know, it's like, come on, man. When you gonna find lining and all of this? Like that's why I love MLB and NBA. Like. Domestic violence, NLB, 75, 75 games. Oh, don't get me started on that one because Osuna now Catch gets you. to be in the postseason. But if you take PEDs, you're banned from the postseason. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you take drugs, but you can't play, but you hit your wife. You hit girlfriend, wife. Hey, it don't matter. Yeah. But it's just, it's so, with this whole thing, it's like make a decision and stick with it. Yep. But you got to understand, and it's political. Are you gonna bring star power? What? Are you gonna Are you gonna build entertainment? Now, granted, as much as Brady, you know, Brady should have got suspended six games, or Brady should have been multiple suspended, multiple times his course career for stuff. Like for what? Imagine a season without Brady. Nothing to talk about. No, you can't. Yeah, but. <laughs> it's nothing to talk about. There's no. 
because it's the Patriots and the Cowboys, they're going to get harder than anybody else. I don't care what anybody I, tells me. They're going to get harder than anybody else like, on any issue. I agree with that. And let's say Ryan Tannehill was deflate gate instead of Tom Brady. So, so we're like, what? Oh, Ryan who? who? Okay, 10 games. All right, bye. Right. Story over. But, but then again, you look at it as like, who's Ryan Tannehill? Josh McDowell? Josh McDowell deflated a football? Good for him. He and, needs to play better. In other news. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just feel like, you know, with the whole Zeke Elliott thing, Zeke Elliott – it was like every week. Well, Zeke might get suspended. Make a decision. Okay. But then don't forget this. He was still in college when this happened. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't suspend somebody from college. Ohio State job was Ohio State job. Do that. Yeah, and it was like year two. Yeah, yeah. like second year. Now, granted, he did make some dumb mistakes too. Yeah, in but- Dallas, and you know, I think they just. Yeah, kind of. I was like, wait a minute, my man. I, like, don't I, I pull that I, girl's shirt down in public. Come on. You, you know what? I I think we should suspend you. And I blame Goodell at the end of the day. He's getting what? $40 million a year. He got to figure something out. Don't forget a private jet. Yep. For life. For life. For he's him an and his idiot, family. man. Like, no, I, he's not I, an idiot. He's making $40 million. No, hey, you he's know what? Hey, I ain't going to kill a man for making the money that he wants to make. Yeah, you want to It's the owners. Yeah. It's 100% the owners. Yeah, that's the owner's fault. I mean, it's just this whole – what do we talk about every year? The anthem. Anthem? Why do – we talk about the NFL all year long now. As long as we're talking about them, those owners are making money. Yeah. They don't give a damn. Pretty much. And that's what it's coming down to. And it's like, you know, they don't care. And I hate to say that. I feel the whole situation like in the meetings, stuff get leaked every time now. Yeah. Stuff is always getting leaked constantly. I feel there's somebody just, hey, you said something semi-bad. Leak it out. And let's talk about it. Yeah. That's like, the gimmick, though. Yeah, I just kind of feel like who, there's 10 owners in the meeting. Like, who's leaking this out? Right. Somebody is. That's how I kind of feel about that situation. Like, <laughs> I just – the whole thing with – the I what I heard what Malcolm Jenkins and T.O. All right, first of all, T.O., you're going to tell somebody somebody else is being a bully? Do you not remember your NFL career? Mm-hmm. You were a bully every week. Yep. Do you remember the driveway? <laughs> the setups in the driveway. Come it's on. Times. Tell me you somebody else is being a bully. Come on, man. You know what TL make a great coach? For who? For for what? Receivers? Yep. <laughs> Definitely no head coach. For celebrity all-stars, maybe? Flat football. The team is good in flat football. I think he'll make a good coach. Shoot. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I just – the whole thing that bothers me is, like, everybody calling Jerry a bully. And, mm-hmm. you know, I would rather you say stand or sit. Mm-hmm. Make a statement and go on. And, you know, I, and I like the fact Jerry and Steven haven't said nothing else since. No. It was I can – like, okay – they're not backtracking. Don't keep it firm. Like, okay. Yeah. Make a statement and move on. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of move on, let's move on. <laughs> beat this thing. Hopefully, we don't have to talk about the anthem. We got again. fantasy coming up. Yes, we got – that is coming up fast. Do we not get about Antonio that. Brown for fantasy, people. I'm telling you. Don't do it. I wouldn't either. He's 30. Uh, anyway. He's on Madden. That too. Yanks uh, – let's talk about deadline deals in baseball. Yanks add Zach Britton for Moe's. Uh Thank you, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore, that's a heck of a move. 
Dodgers add second baseman Brian Dozier from the Twins and John Axford to the bullpen. He's still in the league? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. He was in Toronto. Okay. Oh, uh, Brewers add Jonathan Shoup from the O's and Mike Mustaskis. Uh, Pirates add Chris Archer, pitcher from the Rays for Austin Meadows and Tyler Glasnow. They also add the Rangers closers, Keona Keela. They're still in the race, man, after winning 11 straight. they're five and a half back. Yeah. Right five, five and a half back. Yeah, they're right there. Uh, you also got the Braves add Kevin Gossman and Darren O'Day, <laughs> who's on the deal. Uh, they also add Adam Duvall in the outfield, Reds outfielder, and O's relief pitcher, Brad Brock. Mm-hmm. The O's, man, I'm telling you. Fire sale. That's it's like the, Macy's. That's probably the worst ones I've seen since the Marlins' first fire sale with Reyes. Well, that wasn't really a fire sale. They sent everybody to the Blue Jays. Yep. <laughs> they did, man. Hey, Blue uh, Jays, here you go. Take care, everybody. Red Sox add second baseman Ian Kinsler, who I can't believe is still in the league. He's at 40. Nice. Yeah. And, and Nathan Uvaldi went to the Red Sox as well. He's a former Yankee. You came from the Rays, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mariners, Mariners add Cameron Mabern, Adam Warren from the Yankees, and Zach Duke. Uh, Astros add Blue Jays' Roberto Osuna, who is currently suspended, but he'll play Sunday for domestic violence. These uh, wishy-washy rules, man. Yep. Indians add Tigers' Leonis Martin. Uh, Cubs add Cole Hamels, Brand Kinsler for the Nats. Mm. Phillies add Wilson Romans from the Rays for a player to be named and cash. Uh, D-backs add Marlins closer Brad Ziegler. Again. So, that is so, all the moves, from ye- big moves from yesterday. When you get traded for cash, that don't, doesn't that feel like a tad bit disrespectful? Nah. Uh, we couldn't like find t- nobody to trade. Would you rather be traded for – here's a good question. Would you rather be traded for cash or a player and be named later? Cash. Yeah, I'll I'll really be trade for cash. All worth two million dollars, okay. I mean, if you don't know who play, <laughs> the player you're going to be traded for, then yeah, I'm gonna be upset. Yeah, because the cat because nowadays it's like the trades are disrespectful. Well, no, you got to think about it. Nowadays they do the international slots now too. That's true. That's what everybody's trying and to get money. now. Yeah. Yeah. So they have. I still don't know how that that works. Is it kind of limited like per country or like like? I think a- it's like region, right? I think they say the A's get 10 players from like five J- J- Japan, Middle Eastern, or like five from Dominican, whatever. Right. Wow. That's how – I think some works. I'm not sure exactly yeah. how it works, but that's how it – Yeah, they so make that's it why the Braves – always got a, quite a few of them in the trade. That's why it always came out winners. Oh, yeah. They got a bunch of international – Slots. Slots. But, yeah, they – I just – I, I get confused when we go to international and this. All it's this like certain countries you can get two players, you get three from this country, you can get four from here. But that's why they try and do that now. That's why the O's made all those moves. They got, I think, overall 15 minor leaguers and about four or five slots. They definitely reloaded. Yeah. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. So, who uh, yesterday was the winners, you think, of the trade deadline? Winners overall? Yeah. I'm going to go Dodgers. Machado and Dozer slip out of infield. And Dozer's all star two years ago? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Dodgers as well. Um, uh, I don't want the moves Boston's made. I don't think they'll make much of an impact. Uh, Boston's there regardless. They're not going to. 
the one move I do question. What's that? Uh, no, one move I like. I like to like Oakland A's getting familiar from the Mets. Oh yes, I that was a about big that move because Oakland's showing they're trying to play this year. They're trying to get into it. They, I think they won game at the wild card right now. They are, really? They Oakland? Yeah. Oakland's, Oakland's in really, it. yeah. Yeah. I think Seattle's got a second wild card. They won game by right now. Seattle. Seattle, Yankees, yeah. Uh, you know, one to me, I got, I got to go with the Brewers, man. Adding Shoot, Adding Moose, Nasakis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saria pitched last night. He pitched great against the Dodgers. Uh, they can, they are, they. The Dodgers, Astros, those teams hit a lot of home runs. The Brewers are right there with them. Yeah. They can hit the ball. Mm-hmm. The only uh, issue I have with the Brewers problem may be if Trevor Shaw can make that transition from third to second. Right. But now you got Shoop, so you need to have some insurance. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got Shoop can, can do that. Uh, the Cubs, I'm not – I think the bullpen help. I'm not sure about Cole Hamels yeah, at I, this point. I give him an incomplete because they may have dumb free agent moves, you know, getting – Darvish and Chatwood didn't really do good for him this year. Right. Uh, I think the Braves, it, it'll be quietly a good deal. Uh, Adam Duvall and Adam Gossman mm-hmm. from the O's, I think, really helped. Duvall's a really good hitter. Yep. Uh, if they can get, and then you got the Yankees. You know, they added Britton. J.A. Hop pitched great. And Lance Lynn pitched, you know, is decently. Lance Lynn's a good – Everything. If you could do relief, start, right. if need be, get close. But with Chapman and Britain, now you got to worry about that. Right. Right. And I just, you know, I love the Dodgers move those year. Uh, you know, we get rid of those, we get rid of uh, Logan for him. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good move. Uh, the Washington Nationals for not trading. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, I think it's a good move because he's faced your franchise. Well, I kind of look at the other way. Like, he may not sign back. I mean, I get looking for what you can get for him now, but. Well, they could still, you could still trade. You remember the Verlander deal came after the, you know, waivers. towards, yeah, yeah, the waivers. Yeah. So, if you really tried, you could probably do it again. But he's, I don't think he wants to leave Washington. I mean, you look at him at the home run derby, man. He was home, yeah. Yeah, I, I would be surprised. Is it going to be Washington Yankees for him? And you think LeBron was hated? He leaves Washington? Yeah. He's going to be right there with LeBron. Because he wants to be in a big market, which is, right. I feel, DC's a top 10 market already. Right. Now, one, one trade I, I feel was kind of questionable was Chris Archer to the Pirates. You don't like it? Okay, I feel we got the team. They got rid of two of their really good prospects. Right. See, and I feel you backtracking now because you had Garrett Cole and you had Andrew McCutcheon. And I just feel Garrett Cole's playing borderline Cy Young baseball outside of Chris Sale right now. Yep. And I just feel now you just going, you got rid of your prospects for Chris Archer who may help, may not help. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he, he haven't had a good season. Chris Archer? Yeah. He's been coming on lately. But they did add the closer from the Rangers who's done pretty well. Okay, I saw, okay. Uh, I was just questioning the Pirates' mindset. Like, you you semi-tank, didn't sign no free agents in the offseason. Now you're trying to get rid of your prize prospects for Chris Archer who may not help. Now, I will say the losers to me is the Nats were not adding anything. any pitching. Yeah. Uh, they didn't add anything. They did trade a reliever, but they didn't add anybody. And they just, you know – I mean, because Strasburg, who knows how he's going to do. 
I just the team, even if they make the playoff run, which last night they won twenty five to four. That's a mess but. against the Mets. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I'm gonna put the Dodgers on for not adding a bullpen help because we need somebody to get the chance, and we had John Axford. Who's like 82 years old? Yeah. Uh, he's got a 4-1 ERA. Uh, so, we'll see how he does. Yep. Uh, the Rockies didn't do anything. They stayed pat. Yeah, Rockies stayed pat. Yeah. D-backs got solid closer in Ziggler. I like the D-backs. Yeah, that was good. Uh, the Indians added Martin. Uh, uh, whatever. Listen, <laughs> that's like adding Cameron Maven. Is he been on every team in the league, it seems like? It seems like. Yeah, okay. almost. Uh, and then you got the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, you trade your best pitcher, and they doing this whole bullpen. Bullpen by committee type. Starts the game, then you bring a pitcher in. And yeah, then, they have no starting pitcher on the team now. Oh. That's right. And then you got to be your all-star catcher, too. That's very true. Yeah, so if I'm a Tampa Bay fan, which, you know, I'm not, we'll see. And you saw a funny thing about them. They're trying to get a new stadium. In two yeah, years, they're not getting the stadium. <laughs> that ain't happening. Yep. Uh, nobody can pay for it. Denied. <laughs> they right. put a bid in like nine hundred million, and I saw it. I was like, for Tampa Bay, you got five people per game there. Even when you were winning, that's about <laughs> it. Denied. Uh, NBA WNBA reached gambling partnership with G- MGM. Uh, if you thought the games were rigged now, then boy, they're going to be double rigged. When Golden State lose to the Hornets by 10. Double rigged. Double rigged. You see Boogie with a new car all of a sudden. Rigged. Shoot. You see Boogie and Steph's name on a kiosk, a a marquee somewhere. Look. It it was just some questionable games in the playoffs. Just like if if Chris Paul would have just lost game five. Just had to lose game five. Some reason he's out. Wink, wink. Yeah. Bookie looked at him and was like, what? You won game five, you idiot? Uh, you know, Team CP3 AAU squad got a whole new outfits now. Yeah. <laughs> CP3, they're, they all, they're in all the AAU championships now. Which, by the way, they have some dope squads. Did dope squads. Great game against uh, LeBron's son team, by the way. Yeah. Coach blew it and called timeout and game went a shot and hit the game. Yeah. Like, called timeout and got hit a nice move, and Coach called timeout with, like, four seconds, seconds left. left. Really? Hit the shot. You know, shout out to Bronny Jr., man. He handled, he handled not so much of his play. The fact that there were grown people heckling this kid. It's bad. Sad. He he's a kid. Thirteen. Now I I can see fellow kids younger extent, but when you got grown, I seen a mom on a watching on YouTube, mom yelling at LeBron and like really. And then and they were like, the, the atmosphere for him it was everybody hates this kid because mm-hmm. of dad. Right, but when I tell you he wasn't. Rattled. Good. He wasn't phased by it. Now, now, I would admit, I watched some of those AAU games. He's probably the fourth best player on that team. Yeah. He, he's not 
I, I believe there's a, a shooting guard on that team. I mean, last name Williams. I mean, he's going to be a stud. But he's probably the fourth, fifth best player on that team. But, but, but you know what? He embraces it. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't do too much. He, he knows his role. He plays his role. Mm-hmm. And people, kids were like, Really trying to come at this kid, foul him hard, yeah. everything. And he's not even started team. Yeah, he wasn't startled by it. So, shout out to Brian for him to be under so much that of that pressure. And I was watching the games, and I was just like me, and there was another parent just shaking our heads, like, like, damn, this kid is only twelve years old. Yeah, and people hate him. Because like, they're jealous. <laughs> like they like I could never be an adult and just tell a kid I'd be in a car ride. I had Brian get on my nerves messing yeah, him. Parents were like literally screaming F Ronnie Jr. F you, bro. Like he's a twelve year old kid and there were adults screaming at the top of their lungs and he's just This like, was Charlotte, right? Yeah. Like he was just like and like I said, you said it back to you know his role. Like he's not the best. He's probably the third of I go fourth best player on that team. I, yeah, I, I said about the third or fourth best player on that team. They but, got they got two studs at guard. That's but the thing about him is he takes the role and just he distributes the rock. He shoots the open shots. He gets to the bucket. He hit the three when you need be. He doesn't do much more than he need to. Right, and he understands he is not going to be his dad. Mm-hmm. He's not. He you can't. I mean, you just be play you can be. And you know that's why LeBron. You know LeBron came out here regret giving him son his namesake because now his son got to live with that. Right. Listen, I, no matter what his name is, he's gonna have to live with it. I'm, if you don't believe that, go ask Michael. Go ask Jeffrey Jordan. Who? I, exactly. You, you see, uh, he his shoes on a shoe store now. Yeah, but Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah. Was his. Oldest son. Yeah, the better right. of the two basketball. The better of the two. And the other one wasn't that good. But Jeffrey, time out here, LeBron. Do you – don't ah, you do good stuff, and then you say some stupid, crazy stuff. Do you not remember a movie called Space Jam? There's two kids in that movie. Right. Don't give me I, – I, no, you need to start embracing this stuff and deal with it. Well, don't got, don't be the, I'm yeah, I shouldn't name my your son's going to face this no matter what his name yeah. is. It, it's just no, mm-hmm. like when seriously like it like the other games that were going on nobody cared nobody cared about yeah it's just that one it it was like standing room only to come watch this kid a thirteen year old thirteen year old kid play. And when I tell you, like, now kids, kids are going to be kids. Yeah. They were clapping, overrated, and people were talking smack or whatever. But when adults. It's a shame. Like, you have, you you know, you got two or three kids. Like, whole families were screaming F. Brownie Jr. Yeah, like mom, dads. Yeah. When you're a parent. And you're bringing your kids to an AAU game and yelling, even if it's Bronny Jr. or somebody else, and you saying F you to another kid, shame on you. Like, they should take your card and throw you out of the damn arena. 
it, it, or the gym. It, it That's is, stupid. And it's funny, like, parents are screaming at this kid and Bronnie Jr. just looking at him like, wow. look, look at this idiot. Yeah. Like, it was just like one play, some some dad was like, oh, you overrated, punk, bum. Bronnie Jr. just looked at him like, but you paid to watch us. Yeah, you paid to. You paid to know you're here. Like you, you paid to watch us, okay? And and for him to grasp that the the that that the concept of pressure already at 12, 13 years old. Like man, kudos, kudos. No, that man. that is listen. You know, that is shame on parents to do that. LeBron, what are you doing out there doing dunks? I thought that was cool. I, I didn't mind that. Cool. I just <laughs> I didn't it, mind it's that. It's a shame that he can't just go out there and be a parent with his son. He does. He'll come in and he's doing it. He was sitting in the back of the gym and just try to be. I, I, I and I think that's. Well, think about if you're to him. I'm sorry. If you're sitting there and you're listening to other parents. But you know he probably got his son trained F. for you, this LeBron too. or Bronny. Yeah, the thing is, like between you know watching him and Dwayne Wade, Chris be, Paul, Chris all. Paul on the AAU circuits, really supporting their kids, so forth and so forth. As a dad, you know you just got that itch because you want to see your son do the best, and so um, him just talking about it, and you know he said his son was just like, "Hey, dad." Hey, why don't you just come warm up with us? Yeah, I'm and he didn't want to do it, but the teams are like like wanted to. So and I'm thinking, I'm, like, hey, I warmed up with LeBron James. And you, you, oh no, it's a story. And you know, one thing about LeBron does that whole team. He support, like he should love all them kids. Like, he, yeah, not just a favorite. Right? Yeah, yeah, he, he does. That's, that's my boy. You know. Yeah, you like know, he's he supports like, like, whole team. Not like my dad back in the day. And the thing <laughs> about don't listen to coach. Yeah, go like, do. No. And, and the funny thing about it is, is he does not favor his son. Yep. Does he, yeah. he? He he doesn't even talk to Bronny Junior. at but all. He didn't give him a dab if you do something good. But other than that, like you see him like during timeouts, he'll come come over and talk to the kids and like tell, hey, post up, you know, show him do a move, which I respect. That it's not like my dad again. Hate to say this. <laughs> you know, halftime, he got me in the corner while the whole team meeting. Like, all right, now nah, listen. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't doing that. So. He's not over. He's not overstepping his boundaries. You yeah. know, he's just like, okay, cool, fine, whatever, blase, blah. blah. And, so, and then a coach come over, hey, and he tell the kids, hey guys, you know, do this. He taught each of them individually. I've seen that throughout on YouTube. Right, man. It, it's 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 been a lot of good. Good basketball and, for the summer. And then, you know, when kids, heck, you know, son getting heckled, he doesn't come out and, like. Tell people to shut the F up. Because, you know. Because he's cause sitting he's in the stands. Right. I, that's what I'm saying. That's got to be the toughest thing is sitting in the stands. Well, you know. Listening to other adults, not kids, but adults saying F you to your 13-year-old boy. Because me, I'm like, <laughs> hey, dude, it's a 13-year-old kid. Nah, nah. That's my 13-year-old nah, boy mama, you talking mama about. Mama does. Mama does. Yeah. You you know what? I like it was a pair that was sitting with me, had to tell people like, yo, can y'all can y'all just cool it? Let let's watch the kids play. It's a good game going on. Yeah. It's, it's a good game. Let's just watch the kids play. Let the thirteen year old let the kids be kids. Like 
Like, all the kids on Dave Chappelle after the game and go hang out at Pizza Hut, whatever. Yeah, that, that's the funny part about it. Like, oh, I beat you. Want to go to Pizza Hut play video games? Okay. Sure. And, and you know, and the thing about it was with, with Bronny Jr. and, like, Team CP3 and the other kids, they were very competitive. Very, very competitive. It was great basketball, great fundamental basketball. You know, it got a little chippy at times. That's, but, that's part of the game, though. But it, it was just – it wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to hurt you or anything. It was just like, yo, I'm going to just give you a hard foul to let you know. Game was over. Hey, good game, bro. Hey, next summer, we're going to crack you. We're going to put 2K Back later. All right. I see you online tonight. I see you online. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And the kids are dapping each other up, laughing while parents are like fighting, taking it out to the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how to get the gambling from MGM to look at AU, but that's <laughs> crazy, that's, man. That's where you're gonna see MGM at. Hey, AU. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they don't have to start doing a closed court. They don't start close. At some point in America, we'll start closing the gyms to these games. They might start doing. They it. might. They might have to. I mean, dude, that's this is good. Come on. Yeah. Why MGM though? Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So. You got to start out in Vegas, right? They run Vegas. Yeah. Can't go to that city. That's right. So yeah. what? What? What are the odds of Golden State not winning the championship now? Is it three to like five to seven? Is the odds that's something like seven to five or something like that? That's. A, the was something crazy for them to win it. They're winning the damn title. I mean, y'all just canceled the NBA season. Pretty much. They're going to win. I don't think they win it, man. There's nobody in the league that's start stopping them. I don't think they win it. Who you got winning it? Philly. No. Nah. Nope. Not good enough yet. Nah. They can get by Boston first. They ain't get by Boston. I, I, don't I, think. I, I say they Philly get by or Boston. Toronto. Philly or Boston. You gonna worry about the Wizards too? I'm gonna say that. Derek, this is make it a little fun. Not the way John Wall took that picture. <laughs> He's still at the Waffle House, right? Man. <laughs> yeah, I shared that picture with y'all. Oh man, I'm telling you. I don't live know. His best, look- live his best life. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, come back. Uh, we'll talk some more local sports since we're at the AAU level. And we got some baseball. Not baseball. We got some uh, heroes of the week. Some very bad weekend. People who had bad weekend. And did you notice this week? You're listening to Horseman Sports Show. 